Hello and welcome to Season with Salt. It is episode 17 and this episode we are going to talk exclusively about decluttering. For me, it is decluttering week and I am making an intentional effort to declutter my space and I'll tell you all about it. So thanks again for joining. Let's get to work. So I wanted to focus on decluttering because I think that, first of all, you do not have to be an expert on a subject in order to make a podcast about it. I want to be clear about that because I don't want people to be like, yeah, he made a podcast about decluttering. That means he's perfect. No, uh, that means that I had to do some research on it because I need to become better at decluttering. So here's the reason why I'm interested in this. For many years, I didn't value furniture and being at home. I travel for a living. Um, I really liked staying in hotels. Like, and so, you know, like, I just didn't think like, oh, you know, home is a space where you retreat to at the end of the day. My perspective was very much that everybody needs a place where they can keep their stuff at while they go live their life. And my other feeling is that, you know, essentially home is where the heart is, or home is wherever you are. So, like, somebody might say, well, why do you spend so much time at church? Or why do you spend so much time traveling? Or how can you do it? Well, um, those are the places that I would consider to be home. Um, However, uh, the the difficulty um, with that is that sometimes you need rest. Um, and you need rest in environments that are peaceful, um, that are, um, you know, specific to who you are as a person and then that represent, you know, just peace, shalom, you know? And so recently I bought a couch and I hadn't bought a couch. I knew that I was coming, uh, you know, sort of entering a phase in my life where I needed to be at home and enjoying being at home. And I've been thinking a lot about buying a TV and getting cable and all the regular things that people have had for years that have just not been something that I value. And, you know, a thing that kind of was stopping me from like moving forward and being like, okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna buy this this couch and all this furniture and I'm gonna get this TV and I'm gonna go. The thing that was stopping me is I just feel like I had accumulated so much stuff um, and before I could accept anything new, like I just had to like declutter, which I think sometimes can be a problem in general. Like we can't move forward because we're trying to figure out what to do with the stuff that we have, right? I can't buy anything new until I figure out what to do with what I'm dealing with, right? I, I can't date a new person until I figure out how to categorize emotions for people that I've been with in previous relationships. I can't get a new job because next week, you know, I got this, that, and the other to to do for this job, even even though I'm not happy there. So we deal um, in life with like the difficulty of like feeling stuck um, at a stage because we really don't know what to do with the stuff that we have. So how can we allow something new in our life? And I kind of feel like, you know, it's like 
I'm like that in a lot of different ca- categories in my life, probably with the exception of like clothes buying. Like sometimes I can't, I can't find an item of clothing. Like I would just go to the store and just buy another one, like almost exactly like it. Like I couldn't find a, a green shirt the other day. And so I was like, I'm gonna go to three stores. I'm gonna get three green shirts. Wow, okay, I'm gonna get one green shirt. And then I got home and like laid all my bags across the, the bed and I'm like, wait, I bought three green shirts and like two of them I don't even like, neither here nor there. But, so I've been thinking a lot about decluttering. I ended up buying a couch before I was able to really declutter. And so now on top of the things that I had to like rearrange in different areas. And when I say rearrange, I'm using that very, very, very loosely. Um, On top of the things that I had to rearrange, I also, you know, now have this big couch like wrapped in plastic sitting in my living room, like, you know, that has become a part of the groups of things that I have not, you know, really taken the time to be like, okay, this goes somewhere, this should be for something, so on and so forth. So that's kind of the space that I'm in, like, um, and so this week I said, I'm going to step back from um like stressing out about uh um how to um get organized and i'm just going to think about how can i do this and i happen to be talking to someone um who um for all intents and purposes appears to have it going on in this particular category and some other categories naturally um but she was saying to me you know why don't you think about like organizing or decluttering in zones and so not that i might take on that practice because i think i need to i need to i need to flush that out with her a little bit more but what i'm thinking is even if that strategy doesn't work it's a strategy nonetheless so it it, it's going to require me to say okay for the next seven days i'm going to make strides towards decluttering Um, the things around me. So I looked up the word decluttering because I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. The word declutter means to remove unnecessary items from an untidy or overcrowded place. So um, maybe you don't have an untidy or or uncoordinated or overcrowded place, but I would define decluttering or the need for decluttering to be Um, any space where like you're accumulating things that you don't need or that you don't use or that you don't want and sometimes you can have so much stuff that the stuff that you need and the stuff that you want and the stuff that you use are like just everywhere that is really really difficult to decide like where do I start and and I was like one of those people that just it's just let's just throw everything away and start fresh but you can't do that like after you get to a certain age and you've accumulated things of value and so um, i've been thinking a lot about that and 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 trying to um, work out in my mind okay how does decluttering work the other thing is that like sometimes especially on topics like this you can go um you can go um and like ask other people like what do you do to declutter like you can you can get um, opinions and perspectives from people, um, and and um, 
and 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 it sound good but it be what works for them and not necessarily what works for you and a part of being successful at decluttering is you know figuring out like what works for me like within my capacity my ability like my mindset my mind frame my environment like what am i able to really commit to so maybe it's room by room maybe it's it, it, it's based on item types like maybe it is you know just you know today i'm gonna fill three bag three garbage bags and take them outside and if i no matter what room i start with or what room i finish i'm just gonna do it um when i have gotten in the mood to do some level of decluttering like it is this really extreme like unreachable goal to become a minimalist you cannot be a minimalist if you just go to target for no reason and shop the end caps like me like i'm going to target two and three times a day i spent 27 dollars at target i brought 27 dollars worth of knickknacks into my home that i may or may not use sometimes i get stuff from target and i'm like oh i wonder what happened to that thing and then i'll you know two weeks later i'll look at my trunk and there will be you know that item that i forgot to take out you know that i bought you know for whatever reason so I think the first step that that I'm committing to, this is sort of like me, like journaling out loud, right? The first step that I'm committed to is finding my own process. And you have to find your own process quickly, right? Because you have to benefit, you have to jump on the energy that you're feeling to clean. So it's not necessarily that I'm gonna actually do the work today, but I'm gonna have a process in place so that when I get in the space to do the work, like I don't have to come up with like, okay, where do I start? Because sometimes like knowing where to start can be the most difficult space to be in. Like unsure of, do I start in this room? Do I start with this item? What do I throw away? I think also you have to determine like what you need that environment to be like, right? So just like you set the mood for a lot of different you know, um, uh, um, passionate activities that you might participate in. I think it's important to set the mood or set the environment or the tone for which you're able to really like break free from some of the stuff that you've been holding on to. So like it might be a candle, it might be music, it might be a certain person that you like to have around you that can be that, uh, that voice of reason to say, hey, like back up, you don't need that. I've been watching you, you know, and the worst thing is, is that like, you know, and maybe there are stages, you know, cause I see some people that are like, okay, I got one stage that I got one, um, um, you know, stay of this is the stuff that I love. This is the stuff that I like. This is the stuff that I don't really know why I have but you know, maybe it has sentimental value and so I'm holding on to it. So being able to categorize the things that you have, maybe you pick, you identify those three stages and you're like, okay, these are the three, you know, areas. If it doesn't fall into one of these areas, then it immediately goes in the trash or I immediately throw it away um, or I immediately rethink its purpose. I think also, um, in decluttering, and this is just a generic, this is not, you might not get any tips from this one, like, uh, but this is just a generic, just me doing some emotional vomiting about my experience with decluttering. But 
I think what I have found in just doing general research about like what folks are doing to declutter is that one of the main things is that not everything that you throw away um, it is is something that can be used by other people. So definitely, you know, maybe one of those stages um, or maybe one of those categories for things that you are thinking about throwing away or giving up um, is, you know, here are the things that um, that that I'm going to give to somebody else. Like I'm thinking about somebody else. Um, just recently, somebody at my church gave me like 50 books, you know, and I love books. Um, and it was probably them deciding, you know what, I got too many things. I want to be a blessing to somebody else. I don't want to throw these books away. And so the books have been a blessing to me because I have been taking the opportunity to read them. But the other part is that I already have like three to 400 books. And so I need to be thinking about like, maybe there's some books that I could give away to somebody else to make room for the new books that somebody got me as a blessing. I've also been thinking about like, well, maybe I just need to take 45 minutes, you know, a week and think about like selling some of the books that I have that I don't read, you know, on Amazon or, or taking them somewhere and donating them, so on and so forth. So I think that, um, it's really important to first, you know, think about like, how can this, how can these items be reused? What can I do with these items, you know, that uh, could be potentially beneficial to somebody else? Um, the other thing is, is that sometimes for me, um, when I'm thinking about like just um, um, completely decluttering, I, I don't anticipate or I don't think through the roadblocks to, you know, my ability to really get it done. And sometimes the roadmaps can, the, 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 the things that get in the way can be as trivial as, um, you know, I don't feel like walking all the way over to the dumpster or, you know, I don't feel like calling, I don't feel like putting the stuff in the car to take it to Goodwill. Um, I mean, the, the things that could get potentially in our way to stop us can be, you know, things that we have to think about in advance. So, you know, what are the, what are the, what are the list of things that have previously stopped you from, from your, your pursuit to declutter and to throw things away? Is it like, you know, not being in the right headspace? Is it not being in close proximity to a garbage can? Is it transportation? Um, is it not having the appropriate um, disposable bags? Uh, is it, you know, like, maybe you're one of those people that like, if you're gonna clean out your closet, everything has to be clean. So maybe it's, you know, not having the time to do laundry. Whatever it is, like, you know, maybe you might not be able to start your, your, your actual decluttering today, but maybe you can, you can start with that list, okay? Here are things that get in the way. For me, um, do I have the garbage bags? Okay, I got garbage bags um, because one day when I was in the mood to declutter, I didn't really attack my goals that day, but it did lead me to Target to get a list of things that I know that I would eventually need when I started that, that, that process. Uh, the other thing is that, you know, sometimes we hold on to uh, um, sentimental things and, you know, like, I think there's space for sentimental things, but like, you have to be careful. I have a friend, oh, I don't know if he's gonna listen to this podcast or not, that has like kept every iPhone box for every iPhone that he has ever bought since the first generation of of the, and it's not that, you know, like the, those aren't valuable and they don't mean anything, 
But at the end of the day, like, you know, maybe there's an alternative uh, 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 way of using those items to bring, you know, more attention to them or more value to them. If you really can't think about what you're going to do with them other than have them as a keepsake, then you might, you know, be thinking about, okay, what does permanent space and permanent storage look like? Like, where would I be able to keep these things so that, you know, when I need them, they're accessible? Um, will I ever need them again? What will I need them for? And how does that, you know, what does that mean for, for where I put them or where, whether they're visible or not and so on and so forth. So um, I think there's a lot of things to think about. So this is just me like taking the first 20 minutes to just talk through what my game plan is. So this week, um, this is the first full week of February. Um, my goal is to begin the process and make the strides toward decluttering and to figure out first, what's my game plan? So I don't have a game plan. I, I am talking out loud and thinking through um, some of the things that I think might work. Um, I wanna um, um, also in the conversation and the discussion, if you follow me on D.Bomonte, that is my Facebook like page. I'm gonna be posting things um, all week. The first article that I'm gonna be posting is from a website called zenhabits.com. Um, and this website uh, wrote a great article um, entitled 18 five minute decluttering tips to start conquering your mess. Um, and it starts with this quote, this really cool quote from Albert Einstein that says, three rules of work. Out of clutter, find simplicity. From discord, find harmony. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunities. So, of course, out of clutter, find simplicity. So, um, that's the first thing, is that it's in the clutter that we are able to really purely define what um, declutter looks like. Like, what does it look like for me to have a space that I can see and touch and enjoy everything there without like tripping over something or just having a whole bunch of stuff that I don't need. So a couple of um, things that um, are encouraged in this article um, on zenhabits.net. First thing is designate a spot for incoming papers. A lot of us have that scenario. I know for me, it's like, I usually have to drive to my mailbox and so when I drive to my mailbox, you know, I go through the things that I need right away. I might put those in my work bag and I might leave the rest of the stuff like on the front seat. Well, that kind of stacks up. So, you know, if I'm gonna um, have a spot, you know, like near the door where I can put mail and things that I wanna keep, great. Um, the second thing um, that they encourage is to start um, clearing a starting zone like start cleaning a starting zone like where am i going to start when i start and how can i prepare that space um, for that clear off a counter um, pick a shelf that is unused or not properly used that you can use better um, schedule, a, schedule a decluttering weekend uh, pick up five things and find a place for them um, schedule um, or spend f a, a few minutes visualizing what you what, what an uncluttered or decluttered space would look like. Um, maybe get a couple of boxes and like call it a maybe box is what they recommend. 
Um, sometimes you just go through a pile of stuff and you don't know exactly what to keep. But if you have a maybe box, you can say, okay, maybe I'll keep this and you can come back in and, and, and look at it later. Um, try to like, you know, maybe every time you go to your car, you know, put a load of things that you want for charity, create a 30 day list, teach your kids where things belong, set up simple folders, uh, learn to file things quickly, um, pull out clothes that you don't wear, uh, clear your medicine cabinet, put everything out, pull everything out of a drawer and just kind of start over. Um, learn to love an uncluttered look if you know I don't have the capacity to unclutter and I'm just going to be real with myself. Um, and then finally, they advise to have a conversation um, with your significant other or your roommate. If you don't have a significant other or roommate and you want to be held accountable, find a friend to talk about to say, um, you know what, I'm going to make a commitment towards decluttering and making my space more livable. Um, they close, um, and this, this article is actually from 2008, uh, but they close with this um, uh, quote from Donald Horbit, and it is that quote for which I'm going to close. And it says, we don't need um, to increase our goods nearly as much as we need to scale down our wants. Not wanting something is as good as possessing it. Not wanting something is as good as possessing it. So before we think about bringing new things into our space, we're thinking about taking inventory of what we have, what kind of steward we have been over what we have, and how we can look at, um, you know, recreating environments in our space um, that allow us to enjoy, you know, what we have and make room for what we don't have or what we want. So hopefully this is a thought-provoking um, time for you. I'm taking notes like, uh, throughout the week, I'll be posting on all my social media um, things that I'm doing to declutter, and um, hopefully you'll join me. Um, I will, uh, and I'll appreciate it. We could um, encourage each other. So um, thank you for joining this episode. It's episode 17 of Season with Salt. I'm your host, Dominique Guamante, and I look forward to sharing with you in the very, very near future.